Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Keep up the good work. 7 to 10 a.m. I appreciate that you share your opinion. Hot Radio May. I super appreciate that they're in line with Barb. Main's hit music channel. Highlight of your weekend. What was it, Tara? So this weekend, Tucker and I were dog parents for 24 hours. We puppy sat our nephew dog and felt like I can do this. Really? I That's how I felt, but Tucker was a little annoyed because it was so cold out. And, you know, the dog is not used to... It's the first time the dog has slept anywhere that was not his house. Right. So he made us get up six times from, like, midnight to seven in the morning. But I was like, he's a baby. He's scared. He doesn't know where he is. And I'd rather him let us know he has to go out than to, like, do it in the house. Come that's on. a good dog. Yeah, it's, he's a great dog. How When you say baby, how old? Small. He's like he just turned one, but he's like a small okay. lap dog. He's a I forget. He's a, he's a Maltese and a Havanese mix, so okay. small, small and cute. And he was really great. And Tucker keeps saying, you know, we live in a one bedroom apartment. And that's not enough room. That was plenty room for this dog. This dog was running around, having the time of its life. Barely took up any space. I was like, we can do this. He's just making excuses. Yeah, he's just making excuses. But it's time to get the dog. I think it's time. I feel ready, and it felt nice having a little extra form of life in the house. I'm on board with this. I really, really, really want a dog. So I think that this is great. And um, we can do it. Yeah, you so. got you to give it a test run. You gave it a test run. Yeah, I know. It's not like it went terribly wrong. The only thing is that I felt like it. <laughs> and your dog will be more comfortable and won't have to right, go to the bathroom as much. Their own home. And I felt like it was a baby. Well, it is a baby. He is a baby. But in the middle of the night, he's like scratching at the door. And I'm like, Tucker, can you take him out this time, please? It was like diaper duty. It, and he was like, oh, I already took him out. I was like, I just got back in bed. Take him out. <laughs> um, so that was that was cool. Speaking of uh, babies, the highlight, I'm going to do the highlight from my uh, vacation. Yeah, we need a week recap. Yeah, a week recap. Um, so the highlight for me was I visited uh, my cousin in Massachusetts who just had a baby. And this is the youngest form of life I think I've ever held in my life. Freshly born. Fresh born, like six, seven days old. Oh my God. And uh, I went down there. And she was adorable. Mia. I'm in love. I love that name. Uh, she was so adorable. And I was like, similar to you. I could do this. <gasps> Stop. I just got the chills. Oh, my God. This is this is easy. This is no problem. And I feel like it's, it's interesting because, like, not to be rude, but sometimes newborns are alien-looking creatures. So when you're holding a newborn and you're like, oh, my God, and you feel that feeling... It's, it's an interesting feeling. I will say that they are both running on fumes. I visited during the day and I, I held her during the day and that's when she normally is sleepy. Yeah. So I got the... You got the easy part. I got the easy part. I did sleep over the night though. They were up all night and I woke up in the morning. I'm like, this is easy, guys. And like, <laughs> are you serious? Did you not wake up all throughout the night? And Did you not hear the baby monitor? And I said, uh, absolutely, uh, absolutely not. I did not wake up through the entire night. They're like, we were like in the kitchen right where their kitchen and living room is is like open concept and I was sleeping on the couch and did you not wake up? I don't know I was just out I was on vacation time I've been tired I was I was sound asleep through it and I told more of the story and she's like that makes me nervous for if we ever have yeah, kids you're gonna sleep through, <laughs> you're gonna sleep through the entire thing <laughs> like it's your turn to check on the baby but she's so adorable so that was by far the highlight of uh my vacation is spending a little time with the uh the youngest human being I've ever been around Cute. seven seven days six days old 
wild. Um, I got her uh, uh, a book about Beyonce's life. So I wanted to make sure awesome. she knows all of the important historical figures, especially ahead of the Grammys that mm-hmm. happened this weekend where she broke the record. Um, it was a little children's book. So she, I was reading it in line. I was in line at Target. I'm like, oh, I'm getting this because I had picked up like a- It was at Target? That's cool. I picked up like a onesie. I picked up a little toy and I, I got him a bunch of diapers. And then uh, in line, they had a bunch of kids books and it was a little Beyonce book. It starts from Destiny child to, oh, that's so cool. to her solo career, which is kind of cool. Um, So that was the highlight. I have a couple other things. I have a, uh, a funny story that happened to me <gasps> and I have a sad story that happened to me. Oh. And then I got to give a congratulations shout out and then I'm done. Okay. That's my vacation recap. All right. So the funny story is I went down and saw my other cousin in Virginia and he's got three kids. His youngest, is, his birthday is a day before mine. So right. Mine's, I remember that. Mine's the 28th. His youngest is the 27th and he turned six. Uh, and then I believe it's 14 and 12 or the other uh, two. And uh, I went to 14 year old like loves soccer. So he had two soccer games on Sunday and I went to both of the soccer games. This is last Sunday. And uh, it was me and the six year old Luca. And we were kicking around the soccer ball on the sidelines during the game. And there was another field next to it. So he's like, I want to go play goalie. I'm like, all right, he's in the goal. I take a shot on goal and I hit him square in the groin <gasps> with the ball and he goes down. <laughs> and he's like, oh, and then everyone's <laughs> and he bou- oh my god he bounces back up and he's fine right but the rest of the day he's running around telling people that he's going uncle ryan hurt my penis <laughs> oh my god and so we get home and his mom's there oh my and god. she's like how is the game and he, he goes uncle ryan hurt my penis i'm like you can't say that you gotta you can't say that luca that's not what happened that's pretty bad. Yeah. I, oh my God. And I, I have a video of me kicking the soccer ball and, and him going down and it's hilarious. Okay, well, at least you have video proof. I, have, I was like, no, 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 I got video proof of it. <laughs> I'm like, if you didn't. I was like, Luca, you can't say that to people. Um, yeah, and then it's like, you don't want to tell him why because he's so innocent. He's and so you innocent don't, and pure. You don't want to say why you can't say that, but you're like, you could actually ruin my entire life. Yeah, literally we walk through the door. It's me, uh, him, Anthony, who's the soccer player and his dad who's my cousin and then <laughs> his his mom goes how was the game uncle ryan hurt my penis i'm like no stop stop saying oh that. my god well clearly not a good goalie well he saved the ball it didn't go into the goal he yeah. just he got hurt in the Come process <laughs> um and then uh okay so the fail of the weekend the fail of my vacation the bad thing that happened is i did a bunch of home improvement projects my hands are like so like manly usually they're soft and sensitive but now they're all rugged i got a band-aid on one finger this yeah. finger right here it can't even do the id on my computer with my fingerprint anymore burn it off i don't know it's just like it's i'm so rugged i hung up blinds i did painting i filled in like some nail holes in the wall um but when i was going down to find the paint to cover up the nail my storage unit was flooded so then that took a turn and i had to take everything out of the storage unit and they're coming to fix it but that was the the big fail that 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 wasted like 48 hours of my life to clean out a storage unit that was flooded how annoying yeah and then uh, i gotta give a shout out because i basically was doing all of this stuff on my own through the week on vacation uh without mora but uh she was studying (laughs) for her board exams i was like okay nice (laughs) 
What? I did it all by myself. Moore did not lift a finger. No, 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 no. <laughs> I meant like I went down and saw my cousins. I did all of this. Oh, okay. okay. I did all the Got home it. improvement stuff. Everything like I, my vacation was like yeah. a solo vacation. It wasn't like I went on vacation with anyone else. She was right. she was studying for her board exams and she took it on Saturday and she passed. So as a congratulations that's to awesome. to her. And that's a uh, that's a thorough recap of my week off. Thank you so much. Yeah, we my, all. My favorite story is you kicking a soccer ball at a six year old. Six year old. And then him running around saying. Uncle Ryan oh hurt my, my penis. It makes me so uncomfortable to hear that. <laughs> the first time he said it, I was like, turn, I'm like, You're, I cringe. Right as a ghost. Yeah. Also, we went to uh, Funland down there and they had... Funland? Yeah, they had uh, batting cages and go-karts and mini golf and laser tag and a ropes climbing course. And I did all of this stuff. It was so much fun. Now, I wonder why your hands hurt. That was literally... Ropes climbing course? That was literally on my birthday. So I like had a kid's birthday for my birthday. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with that which was awesome they the ropes courses kind of reminded me of the one in the uh, main mall it was the same thing oh really those look so fun yeah and i always wondered what it was like and now i know they have a did you like a zip line yourself like hang yeah i would i would i would want to test the rope like how many pounds can this thing hold (laughs) they test it before you go on okay so they're like hey drop down and hang and you're like all right you're good go on up Um, i did fall off of one obstacle and then struggled to get back Nephews made fun of me for it. Well, that's what they're supposed to do. I got across it fine. Uncle Ryan. You're like, you also weigh 30 pounds. <laughs> Uncle Ryan, did you see him You're fall over there? as a feather. Yeah. Hot Radio Maine. Let me explain something to you one time, Hot man. Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know. On Saturday, following President Biden's order, the U.S. military gunned down a suspected Chinese spy balloon. The balloon had flown over the United States for several days. China insists it was a civilian research vessel that just drifted off course, and they've expressed uh, strong dissatisfaction and protest against the decision. I thought this was a made-up thing. I thought people were messing with me because I didn't really see anything about it. And then Friday night, Tucker was like, did you hear about the Chinese spy balloon? And I I'm like, what are you talking about? It just doesn't sound real. I was like, a balloon? It's like a hot air balloon? How did it get here? What is it doing? I just, I couldn't comprehend it. Well, they say that it's not a spy balloon. Do you not think that that sounds funny? It does it sound so silly. Sounds like something from a James Bond a movie. Spy balloon. Spy movie or something. Like, I thought at least maybe like a drone or something, but no, it was a balloon. SNL was quick too. They were making fun of it Saturday night. This all happened on Friday Saturday, and then Saturday night they were on it. Those writers, they had to hit the room. What do you think they scrapped to include that? I don't know. Um, President Biden, speaking of him, he's going to give his second State of the Union address tomorrow. Uh, Biden's expected to devote much of his speech to highlighting his efforts to create jobs, fight inflation, and improve the nation's infrastructure. All towed up towing company is being accused of illegally towing vehicles in the Bangor area and forcing victims to pay large impound fees. Uh, In order to get their vehicles back, they had to pay those fees. People reported that their vehicles have been towed due to various parking violations without a request by police or property owners to do so. So it looks like they were doing a little, allegedly, looks like they were doing a little vigilante justice over there. Just They thought they were the police. (laughs) Or they were just trying to get that extra money out of the impound fees. And I guess I never really understood that in order for your tow... In order for your tow to be towed, in order for your car to be towed, the police have to call the towing company or like the property owner has to be like, get this car off my property. I didn't realize that. I guess I thought that tow trucks do just police the streets and just take whatever car they see fit. Yeah. I I never realized that. I don't think that that I think that there has to be some legitimacy, like somebody has to call and complain about it. Hmm. 
I've had my toe card once and I was really young and it they You had me. your toe card? Did I say that again? <laughs> my car towed. My car towed once. And it was towed to the scariest place I had ever seen in my life. It literally looked Was like, it in Westbrook, the area in Westbrook? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's where all the cars go. Yes. It was the scariest place ever when I went to get it. I was like scared I was gonna get murdered. It literally looked like the perfect set for like um Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. It was so creepy and it cost so much money. I was like, I can't afford this. It was like three hundred bucks. It was like two hundred and fifty. I had to ask yeah. my parents for money. The one time that I had a car towed. I'm pretty sure I had to write a check. It was by the property owner. They called and I knew that this was gonna happen. We went to a concert and we parked at like a Walgreens that was across from the concert venue out in Los Angeles. Oh. Ooh, and yeah. there was a sign that said, we will tow concert goers. Like literally How said they that. know though? They probably have cameras or they, they see you across the street or they, they're monitoring it for every big concert that they have. And they, we literally parked in front. Like this sign wasn't hidden. It was directly like facing the spot. You're like, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I did not park there. I went with a friend and he was like, I've done this before. It's going to be OK. And then what happened? We came out and we had to go to the impound <laughs> in L.A. to go get the car. Mount Washington Observatory in New Hampshire broke new U.S. records for wind chill on Saturday. The 6,288-foot summit reached a record-setting wind chill of minus 108 degrees Fahrenheit. So you thought you were cold Friday and Saturday? At least you weren't on the top of Mount Washington. I posted on my Instagram story the other day. Uh, they have the they have the live stream from the summit, and it looked wild. It looked like another planet up there. I thought it kind of looked like the moon or something. Yeah, it looked like something from out of space. I cannot imagine that. My lips are still recovering from Friday and Saturday. They are so chapped. Too cold. I'm telling you, I got the Aquaphor. I got two forms. You were like, you need to get the gel, not the stick. I'm like, oh, I got that. You really pulled it out of your pocket. I got both of them. I've been putting both of them on trying to recover my lips uh, from Friday and Saturday. They haven't been this bad uh, since I took Accutane as a kid. Yeah, that's when your lips literally split in half. I don't know if those, I don't know if they still, do they still pers- Prescribe that for kids? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, I know plenty of people that have been on it. They must have changed the formula. Like, no, it's really, it's really intense. Like, you know how Coke used to have cocaine in it? <laughs> Like, that was the version of Accutane I think I was on. They had to have changed it. No, and I know people that have had to do multiple rounds of it, which is so bad for you. Oh, I remember telling my doctor I wanted to get off of it. And he was like, oh, but your skin is clearing up. I'm like, well, what's the difference? I'd rather have a little bit of acne than to have, like, my face peeling away and my lips peeling off. Like, it it was awful. There wasn't enough Aquaphor in the world to save me from that. My mom wouldn't let me go on it when I was in high school, so I just had to suffer with the acne. But luckily, I could buy enough makeup to cover it up but I was like please please and she was like I don't think you understand this is going to destroy your body and we don't know what's gonna happen like let's say 30 years from now like there's gonna be a lawsuit against Accutane yeah she's like we're not doing this I uh you can have some concealer well there was there was like big warnings about depression and like uh and if you get pregnant yeah birth defects and they kept asking me if I'm depressed and I was like yeah I'm I'm depressed because Because my face is peeling off this is not pleasant (laughs) um I can't believe they still prescribe that for people. That's wild. Yeah. Two Mainers, last thing for five things, two Mainers won Grammy Awards Sunday. Uh, Dave Gutter. Who? who we've had here in studio, Shasta Dave Gutter, co-wrote the song Stomping Ground for musician Aaron Neville, which won in the Best American Roots Performance category. And then Bob Ludwig, the OG of uh, Gateway Mastering Studios in Portland, won his 13th Grammy in the Best Historical Album category for his work on the 20th anniversary edition of Wilco's Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. And that is five things you need to know, man, how to make by the law offices of Joe Bornstein. Injured in an accident, call Joe today for a free case evaluation. 207 call 
call Joe or online at joebornstein.com. So, I'm morning. Hot radio man. Oh, Lord. Hot mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Dirty on the 30. Let's get into it. Grammy Awards were last night. Biggest night in music. Beyonce made history with her win for Best Dance Electronic Album for Renaissance. Uh, She became the all-time leader in Grammy wins with 32. I'm trying not to be too emotional. And I'm trying to just receive this night. I want to thank God for protecting me. I'd like to thank my parents for loving me and pushing me. I'd like to thank my beautiful husband, my beautiful three children who are at home watching. I'd like to thank the queer community for your love and for inventing this genre. God bless you. Thank you so much to the Grammys. I love Beyonce. Uh, I am a a big member of the Beehive, but there was a little part of me that that felt bad for like Diplo and Rufus DeSoul and all the other uh, nominees. It's like you get nominated for a Grammy in your category. Something they've been doing their whole lives. Electronic album. And then it just happens to be the year that Beyonce drops a (laughs) dance album. But I mean, Renaissance, ah. so, so, so. <laughs> yeah, congr- so congratulations to uh, Beyonce. And congratulations to Viola Davis, uh, officially joined the legendary ranks of EGOT status, uh, earning an Emmy, Oscar, Tony Award, and now a Grammy. EGOT. On Sunday, she received her first Grammy trophy for her performance of the audiobook for her memoir, Finding Me. I wrote this book to honor the six-year-old Viola to honor her, her life, her joy, her trauma, everything. And it has just been such a journey. I just EGOT. Thank you to everybody who was a part of my story and the best chapter yet. My loves, Julius, Genesis, you are my life and my joy. You are the best chapter in my book. Thank you. Think about how talented of a human being you have to be to EGOT. It's crazy to me. Yeah, I know. She got uh, her first Tony Award in 2001 for her performance in August Wilson's King Headley II. She took home her second Tony in 2010 for her work in Fences. Her Emmy came in 2015 when she picked up the honor for How to Get Away with Murder. Great series. Add it to your list if you haven't watched it yet. In 2017, she won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress in the film adaptation of Fences, uh, co-starring and directed by Denzel Washington. She now becomes the third black woman in history to achieve EGOT status. The other two, Whoopi Goldberg, hit the milestone in 2002. And then Jennifer Hudson uh, completed hers last year. Congratulations to Viola Davis. Want to do some of the other winners uh, from last night? Sure, why not? Record of the year, About Damn Time Lizzo, winner for Album of the Year. Can I say something real quick? I still don't understand the difference between Record of the Year and Song of the Year. I know, we we go over this every year and I'm (laughs) right there with you all right so moving on each time we talk about the uh, grammys we pull <laughs> what is the difference we pull up the definition and you know more awards for more people that's what yeah, it is yeah congratulations lizzo she got uh, about damn time uh album of the year harry's house i thought the cool thing about this year's grammys is they had the fans interacting mm-hmm. like they had those little packages where the super fans of each of the album of the year uh winners had um i didn't see them play the package for harry's house but i saw that they had all of the fans come up on stage and um, Harry Styles super fan actually got to present the award and give it to him
him and give him a hug. Like that had so to be nice. an amazing moment. And she was like, what, 70 years old? Yeah, which I thought was super interesting because typically when you think of a Harry Styles fan, you don't think of a grandmother. You think of like a 14 year old girl. No, they or someone my age that grew up on One Direction. They threw it for a little spin. I like the story. I caught the Kendrick Lamar story. You watched up until nine. I watched after nine. Yeah, uh, we we split it up. <laughs> I uh, saw the Kendrick Lamar story and I thought that was pretty dope. She was a super fan. I had some issues in transportation, and he, uh, you know, purchased her a van that suited her and uh, able to get her to the concert. I just thought that was cool of him to actually well, like nice. reach out and have that connection. It's nice fan in need. for these artists to support their fans because their fans support them so so much and essentially fuel their careers. Yeah. So it's nice. And I thought it was cool that the Grammys actually highlighted that. Uh, they did a good job when we were coming out of COVID, too. They had uh, venue uh, venue owners and they had uh, people that work behind the scenes on tours that, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of them lost a lot of money, lost a lot of work. And they did a good job of highlighting uh, some of those unsung heroes uh, that year. So I thought this was a cool twist with the, the fans. Some more winners for you. Um, song of the year, just like that, Bonnie Raitt. She's a legend. Never heard the song before, but then I did my research and it had like a good meaning behind it. I didn't recognize her name, but I know her face. Like I know she's famous and I recognize what she looks like, but I just didn't recognize her name. Yeah, not Country her. Country music, right? Yeah, not her first Grammy. I think it had to do about like receiving an organ transplant. Oh. Whoa. And like the love behind it. A winner for best pop duo group performance. I was going to let you say it because you're a big fan. Sam Smith and Kim <laughs> Petras. Yeah. I was freaking out. I was telling Tucker, I was like, I don't think you understand how big of a deal this is. Like Kim Petras just won a Grammy. This is huge. Yeah. It was a pretty big deal. First transgender woman to win. Ever. A Grammy. Ever. Uh, what else we have? Best R&B performance, Hours and Hours, Money Long. Uh, best R&B song, Cuff It. Uh, then you have, let's see, best rap performance, Heart Pop, Part 5, Kendrick Lamar. Best rap song, The Heart Part 5. Um, and winner, best rap album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, Kendrick Lamar. Really took them all. Yeah, he had a he had a good night. Uh, best comedy album, The Closer, Dave Chappelle. And uh, best Musica Urbana album, Un Verano Sin T. Bad Bunny. Such a good album. And uh, I don't know what he's saying, but it's such a good album. <laughs> you know more. Than, I can feel the music. You know more Spanish than me, so I also agree. Good album, but summer, heart, <laughs> love. I pick up one out of every fifteen words. Uh, there was uh, also a tribute for the 50th anniversary of hip hop. Uh, we've been doing our thing over here as well. We added some new features. We have the uh, back in the day mixtape with Tara hosting and DJ Pup Dog playing all your favorite hip hop throwbacks that just came on this year. So every weekday at noon, listen for that. Um, we added uh, on this date in hip hop to the 420 throwback. So be all educating you 420 p.m. each day and playing some songs that coincide with uh, the fact of the day. And then on Saturdays, we're doing hip hop theme mixes every Saturday this year at noon. Uh, we're having a different theme. We've done a J. Cole one. We've done a Rick Ross one. Hip hop influenced, we'll say Rihanna is coming up this weekend, but we have to do a Rihanna it's theme be mix. So good. Yeah, we have to do a Rihanna theme mix. Shouts to VJ. He's hosting those uh, noon on Saturdays. And of course, we're doing the Rihanna one this weekend because she's performing 
at the big game on Sunday. Uh, very excited for that Super Bowl performance right there. I, man, like so much to say. We're, we're running out of time here. I do want to talk about the uh, the tribute that they did at the Grammys. Questlove curated the thing. Uh, they had they were running through it quick. I think it was like 13 minutes total. But they had Big Boy from Outkast, Busta Rhymes, De La Soul, DJ Drama, Jazzy Jeff, Missy Elliott, uh, Glorilla. Uh, they had Grandmaster Flash, Melly Mel, uh, Lil Wayne. Well, Little Wayne actually did his own performance. I don't know why he's on this one, but Little Wayne, uh, I was watching, so I know this. <laughs> little Okay. Little Wayne and Jay Z were not part of the hip hop. Uh, oh, maybe no, I don't think he was. They did. Um, they did. God did. It was Little Wayne, Jay Z, Khaled, and uh, John Legend and Friday performed that eight minute song at the end. They, that closed out the Grammys. So that wasn't part of the hip hop. And tribute. I was fast asleep. No, that 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 hit right <laughs> into midnight. That was about. Oh my god! I think. I think they started that right around 11.50 in eight minutes. At the end, Khaled, say what you want about him, but his ad-libs to me are amusing. He comes out at the end of Jay-Z performs this massive verse and he's like, they said that we couldn't perform an eight-minute song on the Grammys, (laughs) but we did. God did. He's going crazy. Um, Anyways, back to the hip-hop tribute. Uh, Method Man was there. Nelly, Public Enemy, Queen Latifah, Rakim, who also uh, shares the same birthday as myself and J. Cole. Oh and uh, Rick Ross, um, Run DMC, Salt and Peppa, Scarface, Swizz Beats, The Locks, uh, Black Thought, LL Cool J kind of hosted it all. Too Short was there. Little Baby, I uh, probably missed a couple. Questlove actually said that Will Smith was supposed to be a part of the set, but his filming was schedule he? for Bad Boys Four prevented him from being there. Yeah, I don't think so. You pointed out that that would have been his return to an award show. I'm pretty sure, unless I'm forgetting one. No, I don't think he showed up at any other. Award. I don't know how many there's been since then but I don't think he's showed up at any other award well, shows. The, the irony of it is that he interrupted Questlove's award at the Oscars, right? right. Yeah, Questlove was getting the award. And now it's like Questlove is like, and unfortunately Will Smith couldn't be here tonight. Bye. <laughs> it's like, oh. I don't hmm. know. I don't think hmm. he was I don't think he was throwing that kind of shade. Uh, I would. <laughs> I did think it was cool that they they went through like you know the history of of hip hop essentially um, from from the early days to right up until now and they ended with Little Uzi Vert just want to rock and everybody all the generations on stage like wilding out and having a good time and LL Cool J was saying this multi generational fifty years from the Bronx to TikTok to the whole world we love you baby it started in the Bronx and ever since he's gone everywhere. Of course, everybody was in the comments on the, the videos that were posted online saying this person should have been there. That person should have oh, been there. I know it. It was 13 minutes. They had 33 people that were part of it. Like, and just enjoy people, it for what it was. People were getting mad because in the background, the visuals had the a bunch of artists names and People didn't see Nicki Minaj's name on there. And oh, the Nicki fans like, were going they crazy. They saw Iggy Azalea's name, so they were freaking out. It's like you probably just didn't see it at the right angle. No, they had a ton of names on there. Yeah. <laughs> I, Everybody relax. I thought I thought this was the most impressive part of the uh, 13 minutes, uh, to be honest. Let's go! <laughs> 
He still got it. Hip hop turns 50. You know how old Busta Rhymes is? 50. Now I know. 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shouts to him killing it with a look at me now uh, verse. I never forget the first time I heard that song. I was like 14 and I was like, what just happened? I love it because so it cool. it, uh, it introduced uh, a whole younger generation to the greatness that is like me. Busta Rhymes. And uh, it's still a classic. Also, over the weekend, we got the uh, first look at White Man Can't Jump, the trailer starring Jack Harlow, the remake. I don't know why everyone was mad. I think he did a good job from what I saw. He's supposed to be a silly, goofy guy, and he naturally is one. So he basically gets to play himself. So I thought he did a nice job. Yeah, but I think people are just upset at the fact that they're remaking this iconic movie, which is in my top five. And it seems like from that trailer, it seems like it's a pretty close to the original plot, like remake. Okay. From from the trailer, uh, Woody Harrelson played uh, Billy Hoyle character in the original, and he was a goofy guy. So I don't think he, I don't think Jack Harlow was goofy enough in this trailer. Oh my god! Woody Harrelson was super goofy in in the original. Um, well, my opinion is the only one that matters because I haven't seen the original. So I'm going to watch this new one first. And then go watch the notes, OG. Then watch the original, then compare, and then come in and give my opinion that everyone cares about and wants to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I'm going to do the same, except uh, I'm coming from the perspective of uh, the original is in my top right. five favorite movies. Hopefully it doesn't go down as another Halloween debate that we had. What I was wasn't I wasn't. Th- Halloween 3, we got in an, an argument. Halloween 3? The witches? No, what the heck is it called? Part three of the Halloween. The final Halloween movie? Just the final? I guess. I don't know. It had a name for it, but yeah. The yeah, don't remember it anymore. I just remember you were like, how? And I was like, I liked it. No, I, I, my debate on that movie. My Halloween ends. Halloween ends. My, my thing was that it was a good movie uh, if you take it in like the series of Halloween, but the fact that it's the supposedly the final one and they kill Michael Myers in it and that's over from here on out. But I thought that they ended it perfectly. Yeah, I didn't I like was satisfied. I did not like how it, it ended and I think we need more. <laughs> more Michael Myers. He's going to come back. I don't know how they're going to bring him back from like... Oh, was, oh, they will. I'm the, sure. The trash incinerator or the wood chipper. What it, he, they like literally like chopped up his body at the he's end of that. disintegrated. Yeah, he's... he's he, <laughs> the whole town carries him over. I don't know. Uh, I was disappointed that that's how he went out. And it wasn't even about him the whole movie. Let's not get into that debate. See what I mean? So hopefully White Man Can't Jump goes over a lot smoother than that. We'll see. I'm interested to hear your perspective on what's better, the uh, original or the new version, because you haven't seen either of them. Right. And you're going to watch the new one first. So that's yeah. that's interesting to me. Um, that's your Dirty on the 30. Wake up. We vibe, vibe right here. Hot mornings with Brian Lawn and Tara Fox. We got Sugarloaf Lift tickets to give away this hour while we are commercial free. Uh, good morning to start off with. We got uh, Lift tickets to give away all week long, 8 a.m. BL's got something at 5 p.m. First pair for the week is Sugarloaf. Uh, get out there on the slopes. Enjoy that powder. Uh, 207-807-1104 is the phone number. What do we want to do? Where's the best public restroom in Maine? Best public restroom in Maine or your favorite pub- 
public restroom in Maine. Maybe you have a favorite. We have favorites. We got favorites. Uh, best public restroom in Maine. Everybody poops. Best public restroom in Maine. It doesn't have to be for pooping. You could just have to tinkle. Or you could just freshen up or gossip or take selfies, selfies, whatever you're doing in there. It's fine. A best public restroom in Maine. Shall I go for it? I think we have the same one. We we do. OK, so I'm going to go with Batson River in Portland. The first time I ever went there, I was blown away by the bathrooms. They're single stall, but it's like narrow enough that it just has a toilet in there. Like you got to walk out to wash your hands in the community sink, which at first looked a little funny to me. But then I was like, I much appreciate this rather than going into a walking through a door. And then you're just like surrounded by stalls with like open tops where everyone can hear what you're doing in there. These are floor to ceiling walls, complete privacy. It's like there's music playing in there. You shut the door. You can't hear anything on the outside. No one can hear you on the inside. You could do anything in there and no one would know. And then all you have to do is come out and wash your hands at the community sink. And it's decorated so beautifully in there. There's like a nice rug. There's a little side table, the wallpaper. It's just a gorgeous bathroom. And They I, really are. And I love the privacy. Top I notch. I do enjoy the privacy. You can do whatever you need to do in there. You could do anything in there. It's pretty good. Now I'm trying to think I of... I wonder if anyone's ever had sex in there. Probably. Because you could. Probably. No one would know. Yeah. Um, they're really good bathrooms. Although you do have to come out of the bathroom to wash your hands. The community sink is like where someone might catch you. Like if two people came out of the bathroom, they would be like... Mm. Did you guys just do something in there? I'm trying to think of a better one than that. And nothing, I don't know if there is. nothing comes to my mind. But I do think of the unique bathroom experiences out there. I think of Shay's bathroom. What's up with that? It's so tiny. It reminds me of like an airplane bathroom. Oh, wow. When you go in there. But it's clean and it, and it does the job. Uh, there's a classic uh, Via Vecchia bathroom. The selfie bathroom? Yeah, but they don't have that in the guy's room. At least when I went. That's kind of rude. Yeah. So I see all these Instagram photos uh, from the ladies, but in the guy's room, they don't have that. <gasps> that just literally transported me back in time when I was in third or fourth grade. One of my friends, who is a boy, um, put up a petition around the school to get mirrors in the boys' bathroom because there were no mirrors. <laughs> We didn't have mirrors. The in girls it. had mirrors. Did you really? Yeah. Wow. And I remember him asking me like on the bus, like, do you have a mirror in your bathroom? I'm like, yeah, of course. Like, how could I not? And he was like, the boys' bathrooms do not have mirrors. So he got a petition up and everyone signed it. And like fourth grade, you're like nine years old. Wow. Good for him. And they got the mirrors. Good for him. Yeah. It was really inspirational. Now that makes me wonder because I didn't have mirrors in my bathroom, but I wonder if the ladies' bathroom in my high school had mirrors. Of course it did. Are you sure? What does that say about society? Well, we didn't put the mirrors up. I always thought it was because they were worried. Smash them. Yeah, the boys were going to smash the mirrors and try to stab each other with shards of glass. Like <laughs> Girls can do that too. I'm sure they could. Girls' bathroom can get messy. I've been in some screaming fights in the girls' bathroom. Lauren from Westbrook, in your opinion, where's the best public restroom in Maine? So I recently went into Crispy Guy, the restaurant. Yeah. And their bathroom is just fabulous. It's, the bathroom itself has its own ambiance. Like the lighting, the mirror, everything about it is great. You know what? I've had the food over there. It's delicious. And I've never gone to the bathroom, but I've heard rave reviews about the bathroom. Yeah. I feel like it's like a high tech, really nice, clean bathroom. I've seen so many Instagram selfies in that bathroom. It's a good 
fun. Shouts to Spose, he, uh, he texted me, I really judge a public bathroom not on how fancy it is, but on how empty and big and clean it is in the middle of the day. So Kohl's is my number one, then Books a Million. Ooh, Books a Million is a vibe, I bet. Yeah, I bet you they have a good bathroom. Mm. I wonder what the policy is for Books a Million on taking books into the bathroom. <laughs> Probably not allowed. Like, do you get flagged? Is there a... bought the book, sure, why not? But if you haven't, that's just disgusting. Is there a list of people that can't come back because they were caught bringing material into the bathroom? I would imagine. That's amazing. You have so much material to choose from. I would be in that bathroom for hours. (laughs) Heather from Biddeford, where's your favorite public restroom? Home Depot. Ooh. And why? Why? Because it's so clean there and you don't have to worry about toilet tissue all over the floor or the trash cans all filled up, overflowing with the paper towels. Why do you think it's so much cleaner than, I don't know, Walmart or somewhere? Oh, because Walmart is a disaster. Toilet <laughs> <laughs> tissue all over the floor. There's paper towels everywhere. I wanted to start taking pictures and sending them to the manager because it's so disgusting there. Home Depot, I would expect to have a dirty bathroom. Did I just picture like stereo? Imagine like wood chips. Yes. Well, stereotypically, I just imagine like all the contractors that go there, like blowing up the bathroom before they hit the job. (laughs) Was it Home Depot or was it Lowe's that they had the that the bomb squad showed up because somebody said that they just uh, dropped a bomb? Oh, my God. In the bathroom? I think it was Lowe's. Yeah. They said, said, I just blew up the bathroom and someone (laughs) thought it was a bomb and they called the police. (laughs) I didn't know that. It's funny. Uh, all right, Home Depot. That's a good one. Which which Home Depot do you uh, frequent? In Biddeford. You actually said that you go there every day before you go to work. Yeah. Do Just you to use the bathroom? Yeah. Do number two, absolutely. Oh wow. <laughs> do you work at the at the Home Depot? No, no, I clean. Oh wow. So it must be a really good uh, bathroom if you go out of your way to just use it every day. <laughs> Yeah. If you find one that works for you, you might as well keep using it. Yeah, do you. Jamie from McGunquit, in your opinion, who's got the best public restroom in Maine? Gravy. I haven't heard of this place. You said gravy. So it's new. Yes, it's new right in Wells. It's been there for about, I think, a year or so, but it's really good. And the bathroom's really nice? The bathroom. (laughs) Selfie worthy? Yeah. Okay. What what is gravy? So what do they serve for for food? Um, It's their gravy that's really good. Oh. But I really like their chicken sandwich. I'm going to have to check this spot out. All right, I'm adding it to my list. Uh, So I learned about a new place to eat and go to the bathroom this morning. We appreciate that. <laughs> I'm looking at pictures of this place right now and I'm seeing a lot of really yummy looking french fries which reminded me what's up with the french fries all over the parking lot oh my god I saw that when I came in <laughs> like what happened there they look like uh, if I know my french fries they look like McDonald's french fries did they yeah they look like somebody took like a an extra large McDonald's french fry and threw them all over our parking lot I don't know what happened I imagine someone here at the station a, we're talking a about bad day and got out of the car and dropped their food all over the ground and they just didn't pick it up this definitely what that's so funny that you said that because that's literally what I thought of when I when I came in this morning I looked at the ground I was like huh there's what a happened? lot of French fries all over the ground in the parking lot what a waste so random all right Robin Wyndham what's your favorite public restroom oh it's got to be a Dunkin Donuts because you know it just has that single stall you can lock the door and have your own privacy and if somebody knocks on the door they just stay out. I totally forgot that Dunkin' Donuts has the single stalls. That's a whole nother factor. It really is because I hate when people barge into the bathroom and they try to open the stall that you're in. And honestly, Dunkin's just the lock on the door and it's loud so that if you have just a really bad bathroom experience, you know, not everybody in the restaurant's going to hear you either. Exactly. Do you ever get anxiety when you hear that knock on the door? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that's why I get to prep as fast as I can when I get in there. And then it's just, once I sit down and relax, if I know the door is locked, I'll just, I'll take a little bit of time. I won't abuse it though. I get nervous thinking like, I'm going to come out and there's going to be that line there. Do you say well, anything? Do you say or that like, girl, occupied? you know what I mean? That's just waiting to use the bathroom and then you're just embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> do you say anything with the knock? Do you go like, I'm in here or... Yeah, be right out. I say yeah. nothing. I say absolutely nothing. <laughs> well, That's... at that point, what happens if somebody tries to get a manager and be like, hey, there's nobody in the bathroom, but the door is locked. And <laughs> yeah, you got to say something. I don't know. I just panic and I don't say anything. No, you have to say something at least. <laughs> but yeah, no, I get that too, I guess. So uh, my cousin that just had the baby, uh, he's also a middle school basketball coach. While he took time off uh, for the birth of his child, he's still coaching the games. Oh, wow. So I went to uh, one of his games and it's at like, it's a middle school and they play at like this church and uh, I had to go to the bathroom so bad. I drove literally from Virginia essentially to this game in Massachusetts and uh, I had to go number two. Not in the church. In the church bathroom. <gasps> what was the vibe of that bathroom? So, single stall? It was, uh, nope, it was a single stall, but then there was also like a urinal and a sink outside of it. So I locked oh. myself in the single stall. This made me remember how kids can be bullies. Well, yeah. Kids walk in and I hear them laughing. At what? And then leaves and then comes back. And uh, now he's got a friend and they're little middle school brats. And he's like, it smells like Dookie in here. Oh, my God. And then they're like laughing. And I'm like going to the bathroom like, oh, my God, just get out of here. Get out of here. And they're like, wait, and it's so awkward because you're just silently in the Yeah, stall. I'm just you're silently just, sitting there. You're having to take the harassment. Yeah, like he literally came in. It was like, <laughs> and this is such a middle school thing. He came in and he was like, it smells so bad in here. I got to get my friend to go smell it. Oh, my God. And then brought his friend into the bathroom. And then they giggle and then you know what they did took a video no on the way out they shut off the light so now i'm in the complete <laughs> darkness in the middle school bathroom that's hilarious i felt victimized tara I was like, oh my God, flashbacks to middle school. I'm being bullied still by middle school kids. Wow. <laughs> Tanya from Waterboro, favorite public restroom in Maine? The Hair Garden in Biddeford. She just she just opened um, right on Main Street and she like put so much time and energy into this beautiful bathroom I'm and she deserves recognition for it. <laughs> yeah, she does. I'm looking, you sent a selfie from the bathroom to us with the text yep. message. So we appreciate Ooh, that. That's so cool. <laughs> what are those pictures of those? Just like They're all influential women. So it's a very like women friendly, like environment, very like positive, you know, empowering place to be. Yeah. So uh, there's all these pictures on the wall of the influential women. And then there's like a chandelier in there. And oh, yeah, oh, it looks very fancy. That's so cool. Yeah. I love it. She was very thoughtful. And it's like an all matte black toilet. Yeah. And like, oh, it's just like, it's really, really nice. <laughs> it looks very clean. All right. That's a good pick uh, on your part. Uh, do you ski? Do you snowboard? We do. Yeah. I ski my husband's snowboard. Do you guys like Sugarloaf? Heck yeah. All right. Well, we picked, Who doesn't? We picked your text. We're going to hook you up with a pair of lift tickets for Sugarloaf. Cool. Thank you. I hey, love it. Lift Pass giveaways made hot of Maine by Lee Credit Express. Got credit challenges? You can still get into a quality car, truck, or SUV inspected and approved by the best technicians in the state. Locations all over Maine and at LeeCredit.com. Uh, coming up this afternoon, we got another chance to win some lift tickets. Uh, B All is going to be doing Lost Valley this afternoon. Uh, but congratulations. You're going to Sugarloaf on us. Woo woo. Awesome. Thank you. Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. 
Hi, Radio Maine. Hi, Mornings. Mike on the line. You got a you got a question for Tara? She doesn't tell me she don't want to. Sure. What's the question? So the question is, I want to know if she ever used her celebrity to get into a restaurant. <laughs> what? Have you ever uh, used your name to get into a restaurant? No, nobody knows who I am. <laughs> are you kidding? Everybody knows who you are. No. Everybody knows I know every 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 live broadcast I I do. They think I'm someone else. Yeah. Nobody knows who I am. She'll have credentials <laughs> around her neck, and they'll be at the Cross Insurance Arena, and they're like, uh, "Excuse me, little girl, you need to get out of here." <laughs> be back here i'm like i'm literally working they're like no they're like we don't know who you took those credentials from but you're not supposed to be here every, every show we have i have to stick up for her and be like no no she works for us it's fine like, oh all right <laughs> oh no so um I'm, I'm one the, day i'm the avocado guy oh yes so maybe one day maybe one day i can so the extent of her celebrity has got her uh has gotten me oranges yeah free free produce fruits. from you <laughs> Have a great day. Yeah, have a good one, Mike. Thanks for calling. Do your friends ever do the, do you know who this is? No, but anytime we go out somewhere, if someone looks over in our direction for more than like 10 seconds, they're like, do you think they know who you are? I'm like, <laughs> no, I probably have toilet paper on my shoe. Uh, yeah, my friends are uh, jerks. So <laughs> whenever they come and visit from out of town, uh, anywhere we go, any restaurant we go to, any place, they're like, hey, do you know who Ryan DeLon is? <laughs> And person's like, yeah, actually. yeah, I do. Well, this is him right here. And I'm like, oh. I'm sorry. And they're like, OK. And they're like, but you know who he is. They just want to get a gauge if people actually know who I am. They like, so don't they, believe you. They ask everybody like, do you know who they did that at our favorite place to go to the bathroom, Babson River? Oh, my God. And the hostess didn't believe that what? I was I was uh, I was me. And my friend was just going off like, no, this is really him. I'm like, we don't, we don't have to stand here and argue. Let's just go get food. It's fine. <laughs> Let's keep it moving.